official podcast of the Dulani Fantasy League brought to you by our official sponsor, Blue Oasis. Ask for Marco and he will hook you up with some good food. It's not free, so you're still going to have to pay. And Blue Oasis has no idea that they are sponsors. A big shout out to our listeners who have listened to all of our episodes so far. Hopefully we can get Ryan and Lino to listen to one someday. Bueller? Bueller? No? Okay. It's Wednesday, October 14th, and we will recap week five of the LFL and look forward to week six matchups. I am your host, Elias, from Team La Lechita. And with me is my co-host, Lulani of the Sensations. Lulani? Uh, how's it going, everybody? Um, we, we've got some some big shoes to fill because after last week's podcast with Big Banks, uh, <clears throat> I, had some, I had some good feedback. I had a lot of good feedback. Not necessarily for Big Banks. I mean, no one came <laughs> to listen to Big Banks, but... <laughs> But um, listening to us and listening to this podcast for, what is it, the fifth week in a row we do this? Yeah, week? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time's flying. And we're having fun. Time flies when you're having fun. It's been a good time. And I'm really excited for, for this week because uh, last week was uh, rivalry week. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of talking, a lot of uh, shit talking, a lot of bantering, a lot of back and forth. With between everyone that was playing, um, but um, the matches didn't pan out like we thought they would. Unfortunately <laughs> for me, um, fortunately for many for of us, <laughs> yeah, many of us, yeah, you, you as well. Um, but it was a good week. It was a it was a good fun time. Where we had to wait till Tuesday to see the final scores. I mean, today we just all woke up with our updates this week to our records and our schedules. Um. I lost, but luckily I'm still in third place in our in my conference. So um, we'll get to that right now. But like I said, we we've been having a good time. I mean, we've we've been um, been getting a lot of good feedback. And like you said, one day my dad will listen to this. One day Ryan, <laughs> I doubt it. Will, I really doubt it. <laughs> Ryan will be sitting on the toilet and he'll think he'll say to himself, "You know what? I think I'm gonna give that that podcast to listen." And I'm pretty sure if I tell him right now. Be like, hey, you better listen to the podcast. He's gonna be like, all right, bro, I'll do it. Right <laughs> um, as he sends you a Snapchat, <laughs> yeah, a Snapchat with just his face, just okay. <laughs> all right, well, I guess I'll cover our first game of the week. Yeah, um, please go ahead. Not not the game of the week, but a game. Um, you had uh, the gangster grunts going up against the Del Rio Culeros, Jacob versus Rudy. And um, this was the only match that I predicted yesterday, and I got it right. This was the only match that, I, that my pick was right. And I picked Jacob going up against uh, Rudy. I picked Jacob to win, and Jacob wins 126 to Rudy's 102. Now, um, that wasn't fair. This is, yeah, <laughs> this, this, is what, this is what I don't like about, like, this is what I always look out for when I'm doing fantasy football. I always want to pick people who are active and people who will not necessarily take it seriously, but will put the time and put the effort to do this. Or and, at least fix the lineup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The lineup, like it's one thing. And, I, and I've said this, what, I think I've said this three weeks in a row, but Rudy's a busy man. He's got things to do, but come on. It's 2020. You have your phone on you 24-7. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their phone on them. Hell, my my four-year-old little cousin 
walks all over her house with her phone in her hand. <laughs> so if I if I invited her to do fantasy football and I explained to her, hey, Zenny, you got to do this or you got to do that in fantasy football. I mean, the the beast of the East would 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 take her time, but she would still fix her lineup. And Rudy unnecessary or unfortunately did not fix his lineup. He had it. He had Kenny Galladay and Matt Prater, two Detroit Lions. And uh, for those of you people that didn't know, um, the Detroit Lions were on a bye week this week. So they got two big fat zeros for Rudy's team. Mm-hmm. And um, he could have been a whole lot closer or something. You know, you yeah. never know. He only lost by 24 points. So he could have, he could have done, could have, yeah, could have like made it a little bit more close. He had a DJ Moore for the Carolina Panthers on his bench with 19 points. So there you go. There's the 20 points right there. You could get. You could have got any other kicker, any other kicker in the <laughs> in the freaking thing in the waiver wire, and he would have could have easily won. I'll say that. Um, he had Kyler Murray, and the thing about it is, I look at Rudy's team, and he has the two tight end formation: Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz. And uh, Mark Andrews has been showing up for him lately, 17 points. Uh, Zach Ertz hasn't been doing much at the flex position. He only got mm-hmm. one reception for six yards. Um, but I look at Rudy's team, and, like, I don't necessarily see, like, anybody that makes me think, man, well, that sucks because Rudy has him and he's not paying attention to the team. You, you get me? Like, like yeah. you see the – like, some like there's always that player that – doesn't care about playing he auto drafts or whatever but he auto drafts and he gets all these like cool players like all these good players you get me <laughs> yeah so, like kyler murray i mean i wouldn't want kyler murray on my team miles sanders wouldn't want him Kenyon drake um robbie anderson maybe the only one is mark andrews is the only player that i would probably look at and be like well mark andrews could be helping out some other team do well but all these other guys look like waiver wire picks i guess why he has more and Devontae Parker, two wide receivers that are heavily used in their offenses. So, I mean, those are pretty good, but they're on his bench. So, they're, they're not really helping him all that much being there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, Galladay's okay. Robbie Anderson is probably uh, – I, I saw a post earlier today that Robbie Anderson – I mean, in the NFC South, you've got Carolina, you've got Tampa Bay, you've got uh, – Who was the uh, Falcons and um, – Thanks. Saints, exactly. Yeah. So you got you got the you got uh Julio Jones, you've got Calvin Ridley, you've got uh freaking DJ Moore, you've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas, even though well Michael Bustmas as Marco likes to call him he's <laughs> a fantasy bust. But um the number one receiver in that whole conference is Robbie Anderson. It's none of those other guys I just named. It's Robbie Anderson, surprisingly, believe it or not. Um, and, yeah, he's been showing up for Rudy, 19.5 points, eight receptions for 112 yards. Uh, Robbie Anderson's averaging 18 points this whole season. He's a uh, position ranked number seven out of all the receivers in the NFL right now. And so, yeah, he's showing up for Rudy with 19 points. Uh, he had the Los Angeles Chargers defense going up against the Saints and uh, – I mean, the Saints aren't as high-flying as they usually are. They're, they're relying a lot on Camara, And, well, the Chargers, luckily, they got an interception because if not, they would have had negative two points, but they got him zero points. So there's that. 
Miles Sanders ran ran over the Pittsburgh Steelers with 80 yards and two touchdowns, got him 24 points. And Kyler Murray with two total touchdowns. Kyler Murray's been doing really good this year. Um, but it's like Marco said, he's like um like Kyler Murray's good, but once these defenses figure him out, once they start like spying him and everything, he's gonna it's probably gonna be bad for him. I got a question though. How tall is he? Well, you remember how I brought up my my four year old cousin earlier this earlier this podcast? Right. He's probably as tall as her. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a chance. Okay. I, I can go <laughs> to, to the NFL. Um well the other quarterback on was it Jacobs and the Culeros uh Dak. We all know what happened with him, so you know, Dak has been the workhorse of, of Culeros for since the beginning and um He's gonna have to find someone to be able to, you know, pick up that load of the whole team because the whole team has been kind of lagging lately. Yeah. Um, but this week he did all right, even though Dak didn't score over twenty points like he usually does. Um, he had Todd Gurley go off. Like I don't know how. I mean, Atlanta's been struggling on in the air, but on the ground it's not too bad. Um, he hasn't been getting very many yards. There's more goal line carries from what I can tell. Um. You know, uh, I'm not sure what Daryl Henderson, you know, the, the whole three-headed uh, offense they have there. I mean, run game offense, the one they have there. Because I, 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 I for sure know because I have Cooper Cup and he hardly gets the ball sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, well, it's, like a, it's like I said last week. Last week, um, I picked Jacob to win this match. But the one question I had about Jacob's team was should he continue playing Daryl Henderson? Mm, yeah. yeah. Daryl Henderson really shut me up this week. Uh, 21 points, two total touchdowns. I mean, it's. I think it's the same thing with Todd Gurley, just goal line stands because he only got 38 rushing yards, and that's yeah. about it. He got well, three receptions. We also got to look at they're playing Washington, and they're kind of depleted, even though they're, they're run. Um, I, I guess they're pretty good against the run, but still, I don't know how much they can sustain and, and they kind of proved it here. Um even then I I'll, if I were Jacob I would have probably put in Ronald Jones instead. Um you know even then even, even though he scored 15 points I still would have probably put him in but that's just me. Yeah and he also has another running back David Johnson uh with giving him 12 points not really doing much I'd probably put Ronald Jones over David Johnson. But... Oh yeah any day. Any yeah. day. Um, so for, but a big surprise on Jacob's team, uh, Jamison Crowder. For the yeah, New he's a. Uh, I think he's like a top ten wide receiver this year so far. In with the shitty Jets, you know. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the only one worth it. I would say. <laughs> yeah, Jets. Um, he's the only one you start. Like you, you can't start Joe Flacco. I mean, you might as well just go with him. <laughs> yeah. Um. Minnesota's defense coming through, even though they played the Seahawks, even though they lost uh, six points. Um, the big, the big question now for Jacob is who is he gonna pick up for Dak? Who is he gonna replace Dak with? I offered him Tannehill, but he didn't want that, so he's gonna have to go <laughs> to to the waiver wire. Um, well, he, he does have a backup in his in his bench, but um, mm. is this guy really a See, backup? You, you know what's funny? I glazed to the bench. I didn't even notice him. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Daniel Jones scoring eight points. Freaking, he's like a third string running back. Eight points, <laughs> and that's about it. Against um, Dallas, <laughs> he's probably gonna. I'm. T- I'm. 
I mean, Jacob will probably, if he knows what's good for him, he will drop him. There's a lot of good pick. I think you said last week, there's a lot of good people in the in the waiver wire right now with the quarterbacks. I mean, we still have oh, yeah. men shoes in there. Um, I, mean, I grabbed golf off of there because nobody had him. You know, I yeah. used, he didn't do that great, but the next week he did. Uh, of course. I mean, Baker Mayfield is still there. I mean, he's heating up with Odell Beckham and, and Jarvis Landry with the 4-1 and one Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns. Whoever thought of that? Nope. And, um, they didn't I mean, either. Maybe he'll get Andy Dalton, the red rifle. Maybe he'll he'll stick with the Dallas quarterbacks. I mean, I wonder I would if only, gonna... I would only pick him if I, I have to see him for a week. Like, just test him out. But if, if you're Jacob, what do you got to lose, right, at this point? Exactly, exactly. And um, well, that was the first game. I mean, I guess we can – I guess that's all we can say about that game. Culero's um, yeah. taking out the grunts, 126 to 102. Um, I guess the next game we can go up to is uh, your game, if you yeah, want. You can do mine. Uh, yeah, you can do mine. Uh, I, I, could, I could do Kiko's because his is the only one that matters compared to mine. <laughs> um, well, we're going to go ahead and look at Kiko's Houston Taco Texans. Uh, he's, he he goes up three two after this matchup with me at one forty to one oh seven and uh, to be honest when I was watching it live um, I it was kind of neck and neck that is until DeAndre Hopkins screwed me over and man he 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 caught like a big bomb and after that he caught a touchdown and I don't know how that happened in a matter of minutes or probably seconds from what I know. And, um, yeah, that really helped him out. Like, he scored 25 points, and, and I don't know how many scored, like, in just that, that matter of, of span at, at close to the end of the game, I think. Um, <laughs> all right. I know I, I got to talk about the other players, but I got to bring this up, like, right away because it, it's just funny to me. The the Dallas defense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so we were talking mad shit about it. I guess Kiko knew more than us, even though he kind of said, oh, no, as soon as um, – I guess they got scored on right away, right? Uh, I guess. I guess we should just. I guess we should just end the podcast now, um, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> me and Elias are going to be stepping down from our podcast and handing it over to Kiko because he's smarter than <laughs> us. He's better than us. He knows more about fucking the Dallas defense and fantasy than we do. So this is now Kiko's podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, I thought it was pretty funny, and all of a sudden uh, they scored on a fumble recovery, and then that that what. That's really what helped him out for sure. Um, he was a little low, and then after that, that helped him out. So he got nine points out of that. It's not, it's not bad. I expected a negative out of the Dallas Cowboys, to be honest. But hey, they showed me, and, sh- and so did Kiko. Um, I mean, take away that fumble. Take away that fumble, and it, it goes to one point. Dallas defense <laughs> would only have one point. So yeah, that fumble did help him out. The nine points. I mean, that's a big difference. I mean. Yeah. 140, 140.26. That is why Kiko is the River City Donuts featured player of the week. Mm-hmm. So yes. congratulations, Kiko. You've made it big. You shut us up. You you did very well. I mean, Kiko had had DeAndre, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins feasting on the poor Jets. I mean, I think DeAndre Hopkins is on the waiver wire. I mean, on the, the trade block right now. He Kiko, is. He Kiko is. wants to trade him. He wants to get rid of Hopkins for death, or I don't know what the heck. It's kind of surprising to me because I know Kiko had been picking Hopkins for a while now. Yeah, uh, I, mean, the, I mean, the Taco Texans, I mean. <laughs> it's it's in the name. 
He doesn't have that <laughs> doesn't have that little bull on his head anymore. He's got a big cardinal, and I think I don't know if that rubs people the wrong way or something. Yeah, I mean, it's still an animal, Fred. Arizona's still biased. Um, Kareem Hunt uh, scoring 18 points, receiving yeah, he, touchdown. He's really benefiting from the Chubb injury for sure. I wonder how the other the other Cleveland Brown running back did. I mean, I don't remember his name. Jackson, right now. I think his name is. Is it? I mean, I think so. Yeah, because Nick Chubb is still hurt, and I thought I thought they would have the, the two headed monster with the other guys, but I guess not because it looks like Kareem Hunt benefited from it. Greatly. And it's crazy because he played against Indianapolis, which is like probably the best uh, defense. defense, you know, on paper at least. Um, yeah. I, I I I still say it's the Ravens, but that's just me. Check out Check out Kiko's bench though. Yeah, I I noticed that when I was playing, I was like, "Who does he have there?" And then I looked at the bench. I'm like, "No, why? Why is there so many zeros?" And then I noticed that is, a bunch of them are on buys. That's <laughs> crazy. Literally, everyone is on a buy. I mean, Leonard Fournette. I mean, ever since Kiku got him from that trade for Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott, uh, I mean, they look like Leonard Fournette's gonna be on a buy all year. It's oh, funny. I keep hearing he'll be back next week. It's funny, Leonard Fournette, whenever he got traded to the Buccaneers, I think he put an Instagram post or he put a, a tweet or something that says, I finally have a quarterback to play with. And what doesn't look like the fucking quarterback or any of the Buccaneers for that case are playing with. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, and, and what's funny is that, like, he has Deshaun Watson, who, you know, is still pretty steady. And in, in his bench, he has Rodgers from that um, trade. And I was like, man, that's kind of scary, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he picked up Tanyan. I don't know if you saw Tanyan um, the week before. Yeah. He had like four touchdowns or something. In yeah, yeah. Football. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would have. I would keep him because of what? What's that? That's three tight ends that Kiko has on his team. I oh mean, yeah, that, wow! I didn't even notice that. <laughs> the, the the Vasquez family. I love I love them to death, but I mean, they love their tight ends up there. <laughs> him and Rudy. <laughs> Um, I mean, Hunter Henry helped them out. Twelve point three points, four receptions, twenty-three yards, and a touchdown. And uh, who is this? Miles Miles Gaskin, uh, running back for the Dolphins, really showing up for fifty-seven yards, a touchdown, and five receptions. So in PPR, yeah. these these uh these uh, all down backs, these ones, these pass catching uh, running backs are really good. That was the uh, Miami versus San Francisco game where Miami was just completely crushing them, which it had more opportunities, which it really helped out Gaskin for sure and Fitzmagic, but nobody played, you know, Fitzmagic. So, you know, he's the one that benefited. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, well, that, well, that's why people got 140 points. And can I also hard. comment okay. on something? Yeah, go for it. Rodrigo Blankenship, is he look kind of weird to you? I, every time I see him, he just looks off to me. Look, he look, he does not look like a football player to me. I know he he looks like freaking um, he looks like that little that little quiet Hispanic guy that would be like, "Hey, wait, did you do the homework?" No, oh. he it's he says that and then he's kind of like hits you on the like on the side of the kidney or something with his elbow. Hey, 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 hey. That, that's what <laughs> it looks like to me. That's like yeah. I don't know. I'm like, dude, you know, what? You know, you know, chica. Mira, hey, hey, mira, mira. It's I'm like oh, dude, I swear I get that a lot from my uncles. For for those of those for those people that aren't listening that don't know us personally, uh, we're Hispanic, so we can make these jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a brown joke. You wouldn't understand it. Yeah. Well, 
that's that's pretty funny. I mean, yeah, Rodrigo Blankenship. I think I mentioned him like a few, like probably in my first week. I said he looks yeah. like looks like me with a little goat, like a little mustache and everything. Yeah, you should you should probably keep shaving from 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 now. On. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. not gonna be real. All right. Well, uh, well speaking, mind. Speaking, of, speaking of not going well, uh, La Lechita, after you won your first game, we all believed in you. We all stuck with you, and we all chose you to beat Kiko. And, well, what do uh, you expect? I mean, Aaron Jones was on a bye. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess so. I saw that right now. Um, the bench did well. I mean, that's, it was pretty, like, what do you call it, steady. I can't if if I would have gotten like say a, one or two big monsters like Kiko did, it would have been probably you know closer. Because, but the thing is though, they all scored steadily, not you know like monster game type. Yeah, the one guy that you had uh, always does good with the monster games. Aaron Jones was on a bye this week. Um, you had Joe Mixon getting you fifteen points. Um, Roethlisberger th- throwing three touchdowns, but still, still only getting twenty one points. Yeah, I think he got like sacked a couple times. That's why. So it took That's away a lot crazy. of the points. That's crazy. Um, Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Uh, he's been showing up really, really well for you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna miss him though. As soon as uh, McCaff comes comes back, and he's, I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to see him anymore. Like that's that's the thing, you know. Thirty points ever since McCaffrey got hurt. Hell, even when McCaffrey got hurt in week two. He had 15 points, then 23, then 22, and now 30. Yeah. So, hell, like, I, I'm kind of scared to play McCaffrey now because when McCaffrey comes <laughs> back, who knows? Like, they'll probably just be like, all right, you're, you're not the same. Uh, we're just going to play Mike from now on. Um, well, you never know. I, I, for sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, if, if he doesn't come back next week, he'll probably come back after the bye. But I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I see that coming, though. Yeah. Because um, you never know, especially with COVID, it could speed things up or even delay things. That's what sucks about it. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. I piss it now. You were counting on the Arizona defense going up against the Jets. Um, they only allowed 10 points, but got three sacks. Didn't do much else. Um, no interceptions, no fumbles. Yeah. Um, eight, points, eight points is good, though, for a defense. Eight points as well. Yeah, um, but against the Jets, it should be better. <laughs> I mean, hell, like the like, yeah, exactly. Like the Jets, they only allowed ten points from the Jets, whereas on Kiko's side, Dallas's defense allowed thirty-four points from the damn Giants and still got more points. Just one. Yeah, one more point. I mean, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that uh, what do you call it? That Cincinnati game. That that one with Baltimore. That's what kind of did me, and I think because my kicker only got. One field goal and Joe Mixon never got close to the end zone. He he had to earn all those points, like just grinding it out, and that's what's really just messed up the flow of the offense. And you know, I I think that's what really did me. Other than Juju, of course, I can understand that because the other guy got all the damn touchdowns. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you you, you gotta talk about the Buffalo game with Singletary. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, the Buffalo game was uh. I didn't expect the Titans to beat the Bills as bad as they beat them. I, I didn't think anyone did either. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have Tannehill on your bench scoring 30 points, four total touchdowns. Well, to be fair, that last touchdown should not have counted. <laughs> I'm just saying, because he, he was over the line when you threw that. But yeah, I, I, right. I, did, kind of... I did see that. I saw that, actually. And I, I was I like, eh, that's, that's not going to matter. And then they fucking counted. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I think I think the fucking refs are just like, nah, hurry the hell up and just beat him. <laughs> God damn, that was bad. Um, all right, what game do you want to do next? Because now we got our we got our good games up here. Now we got we covered your your game, we covered Jacob's. Now, which one do you think we should do next? Let's do yours. All right. Uh, fortunately, I I know you don't want to talk about it too much, or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> The sensations going up against the Dario Butchers. Um, me versus Marco, my one of my bestest friends. Um, but like the saying goes, best friends, better enemies. Yep. And um, Marco won round one, unfortunately. 136 to 115. Not as close as I wanted it to be. Um, I could have played more. I could have played more like other like, like, put in another lineup, and it would have been a lot closer. Hell, I probably could have won. But um, that's, I mean, that's all in the past now. It doesn't matter because I, I did have this lineup, and I lost. Um, we'll talk about Marco's team first. Uh, Marco's team had, had Josh Allen, like we were just talking about right now, with Buffalo and Tennessee. Josh Allen did not do well against the Titans. I mean, Josh Allen has been going crazy all year. And this was his game. This was his game, like his down, his down game. Yeah, he and looked kind of off for some reason. I think he can only go up from here now. But um, well, I don't know. He has a tough schedule coming up, man. I mean, I guess, I guess so. But like, yeah, like with the way Marco's best players played, this was my game to win. And unfortunately, I couldn't. I couldn't pull the trigger. He had Josh Allen only 16 points, two touchdowns and two interceptions. And his number one receiver, Amari Cooper, um, who me and Marco were talking about. I, I've, I always wanted Cooper on my team. He was probably the number one receiver. But after this game, he went all the way down to number eight. Um, Cooper with only two receptions with 23 yards, um, 4.1 points. Uh, I think... I'm not sure how the Dallas offense is going to be doing now with Dak out. I mean, uh, maybe, like you said, give it a week. We'll see how Andy Dalton go- does mm-hmm. against the Cardinals. And yeah. uh, hell, I mean, uh, Andy Dalton never had the weapons he had back then in Cincinnati. Yeah, like he had A.J. Green, um, Tyler Boyd. He had all those guys. Um, but, yeah, like he hasn't had the three-headed, four-headed monster that Dallas has with freaking – um, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, um, CD Lamb, and freaking the random hero, Cedric Wilson. Uh, <laughs> he has Zeke to hand the ball, so we'll see how Dalton does. But yeah, Mari Cooper not showing up for Marco this week. Michael Gallup, who was on his bench, did show up big at the very end of that game. Uh, four receptions for 73 yards, 11.3 points. Um, he also had uh, Chris Carson going, getting him 20 points with 52 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chris Carson also had six receptions. So, like we said, those those catching, pass catching running backs are really good. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, a random guy. I don't know if he's. I think he's Indianapolis' starter, but he got him 15 points, uh, touchdown rush. Uh, Will Fuller. I think I was watching the Jacksonville-Houston game while I was there in San Antonio just hanging around. Mm-hmm. And I saw Will Fuller catch the freaking touchdown. I was, oh. I was just like, God damn it. The one time I actually uh, glanced at the Houston Texans versus <laughs> the damn Jacksonville Jaguars, I would see that. Can we talk about Travis Kelsey for a moment? Yeah. I mean, 
what do you want to say? Travis Kelsey, eight receptions for 108 yards and a touchdown. No, yeah, I get all that. But what about that touchdown he took away from you? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That That's – so for, for those of y'all that, that didn't freaking watch Kansas City versus Las Vegas, I had – I have both Patrick Mahomes and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Patrick Mahomes got me 30 points while Edward Teller got me 11 points. Travis Kelsey got 25 points, which was on Marco's team. And I was excited because all those points that Kelsey gets were Mahomes was going to get them as well. And the thing about it, though, is that freaking Kelsey almost got as much as Patrick Mahomes. He got only – Mahomes only got five more points. But the yeah. thing is, is that – um, halfway through the game with Las Vegas and Kansas City, I mean, that was a freaking shocker as well. I mean, I was betting on the Chiefs to win, and they didn't win. It was freaking Mahomes' first loss and since freaking, like, week three of last year. I don't freaking – I don't even know. But um, Mahomes scrambles on the goal line, uh, not even, like, 10 yards, 10 yards away from the touchdown. Passes it to Clyde Edward Tillaire, and Edward Tillaire scores the touchdown. However, it gets called back because there's an offensive pass interference on who? Who causes the illegal pick? Freaking Travis Kelsey. That was fine. I was like, I was like, uh, it's funny when, when that happened, and then like the next play, what he got the touchdown? He got the touchdown exactly. So <laughs> it was funny when whenever Mahomes threw it, I'm like, that looks like Kelsey. Yeah, it's Kelsey. <laughs> so so instead of me. Getting those four points from the touchdown pass from Mahomes, the six points, the seven points, I mean, the seven points for the catch from, from Edward Tillaire, the touchdown because of Edward Tillaire, and the 10-plus yards, so that's eight points. That's what? That's like freaking like 13, 14 points that I could have had for this game. And it was all taken away because Kelsey freaking did the offensive pass interference. <laughs> and, and add on to that, that's seven points that Kelsey ended up getting for his touchdown catch. So that one play probably could have won me the damn game because you take away the seven points from from Kelsey and then you add it on to mine with Mahomes and Edward Tillaire. That freaking wins me the game. I freaking sound like Scott Steiner when he's doing his Scott Steiner math promo. Talking all the numbers. Um, I love that one. But but that's what it is. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what it's like. Um and it's, I, I'm pretty pissed off. I'm mad. I, I'm furious that, that yeah, I got. Are, are, are y'all going to meet up again or no? Uh, what do you mean? Me and Marco? Like in, in the season? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Me and Marco meet, meet up in three weeks. So, oh, this should be good. That's the rematch. I mean, Marco, Marco took game one. Um, I wonder how the all time series is. The all time, yeah, you know that's true. I wish there was a way where we can go back and check because I think me and Marco have always been in the same conference. Whenever we, whenever we do fantasy, um, you know what's funny? The funny thing here is that on the flex position, I had Jarek McKinnon, while Marco had Raheem Mostert. Wow, I did not even notice that. So, so I was taking a chance on on Mostert's not being a hundred percent, and Marco was taking a chance that he was going to be back in his starting ways. Well, and, I guess how it uh, worked out. Yeah, it works out. It worked out the best for 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 Marco and not me. So, like I said, um, McKinnon only got me two point five points, while Mostert got Marco fifteen points. So it's a tale of two running backs there. But like like we said earlier, San Francisco got 
annihilated by Miami. Um, but Mostert made the best of it with 15 points. Uh, who would have thought that? Uh, McKinnon is probably now going to go to the dumpster now. He's probably going to go onto the yeah. bench. Um, last week I said that I was going to keep A.J. Brown on the bench because I didn't know how A.J. Brown was going to do coming back from injury with Tennessee going up against Buffalo. And A.J. Brown showed up, but he's on, his, he's on my bench, but he got me 21 points. So that's a 19-point difference between my flex and the guy on my bench. Um, I picked up Austin Hooper from waivers because uh, I had Noah Fant get hurt. And it really helped out, too, with 10 points. Yeah, yeah um, it was pretty respectable, Austin Hooper. The only reason I picked him up was because I saw how good he did against Dallas. So I thought, oh, he's going to – if he did good against Dallas – um, I mean, it's probably going to be like a, what's the word? Like momentum? Something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Like, yeah, so. I'm kind of wondering, though, like, why you you have these two defenses, though? Yeah. Um. So I didn't know who to play. Uh, like I said, I was betting on Kansas City to dismantle the Raiders. Right. But um, they didn't. They allowed 40 points. They got me negative five points. How many negative points have they given you so far? Well, this was my first week using Kansas City, too. I've been using Buffalo. Oh, that's right. The week before, they went up against New England and got 18 points. So I was pretty excited playing Kansas City. Um, But it didn't work out. I mean, also Buffalo. I used Buffalo the last – I drafted Buffalo. And um, they scored five points. But I didn't think it was going to – I mean, I didn't think they would do that bad against Tennessee either. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it would be better to use uh, to use Kansas City. But, I mean, what do I know? What do I know? Um, so, I'm going to be looking for a new defense. I, I wanted to trade um, Ozzy. I wanted to trade Ozzy for the Colts defense because Ozzy right. had one. But I just asked for too much. I don't know who, who to get rid of. I mean, he wants to get one of my starting running backs, but... Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. They though. didn't show up for me this week. James Robinson got me 10 points. He had a fumble, costly fumble. Clyde edwards helaire mm-hmm. like we said, only 11 points. But my receivers... my receiver, I really lucked out on my receivers. Uh, DK Metcalf showing up. 27 points, 6 receptions for 93 yards and 2 touchdowns. And Stefan Diggs, like he was the one bright spot for Buffalo. <laughs> um, Ten receptions for 106 yards. And I mean, um, I wonder, I wonder how the Stefan Diggs, uh, Josh Allen combination is really good. Because, like I said, like we were saying about Mahomes and Kelsey, like all of all of those points that Kelsey was making were, I mean, I was gonna get them as well, with Mahomes. But like I said, Kelsey. Basically, almost got literally all the points Mahomes got. Pretty but much. on my side, Stefan Diggs got more than Josh Allen. So that's why it was, I mean, 20 points, Josh Allen 16. That's why it was off or, off or not there. It happens. Um, why didn't you pick uh, Sammy Watkins then in case he and Mahomes had more of a connection? Because the thing about the Chiefs is, is that they all have I mean, Mahomes has a connection with everybody, literally. And and you know what's funny in that game, in that game with uh, against the Raiders, I think Sammy Watkins got hurt. I think he hurt his hamstring. 
He heard his hands mm. set out a play. Well, that one play that Mahomes, that he set out, that, that Watkins set out, Mahomes just ended up passing the ball to, to Miko Hardman or Chris Connolly. Yeah, he, he passed it to one of the unknown receivers, and they went for, like, 40 yards. Wow. And so, like, you never know. You never know who who's going to score the most points. I mean, Kelsey is the one constant. And Tyreek Hill as well. Tyreek Hill has had a touchdown every game, I think, this right. year. But um, if you want those big points, I mean, you have to go for Kelsey. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was our game. That was our game. <laughs> Me against Marco. I'm pretty sad with the outcome. I mean, but it was fun. I mean, Mark, like we said, rivalry week. This was one of the first. This was the first game of of rivalry week. Me against Marco. Um, there's only round one. Yeah. I mean, there's another round, and who knows if we'll make it. Will if we'll meet up in the playoffs and the championship, hell, like, who knows? Um, At this rate, like, the way the points go every week, it's hard to tell who's going to be actually, like, a contender. Like, we didn't think Ryan was a contender, and we're, we're about to segue into something like that, but um, you you can never know quite who has the day. Like, I had last week, and it just so happened this week was lower. You know, it just it fluctuates so much, and injuries can play a big role in that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. You're right on that. Um, it's so weird. I mean, the only constants like there there is no true constant right now when it comes to the t- the whole team. I mean, Marco, Marco's team was projected number one from the from the very beginning of the draft. He was the number one pick from the fantasy standings. Yeah, um, I mean, he stayed at number one. So I would like to I would like to think that Marco's already. He has a spot. He has his reservation there in the playoffs. But will he show up to the reservation? Who remains to be seen? Has to be healthy too. That's exactly something exactly. to watch out for. Uh, I mean, but like with everyone else, you you don't know with everybody else. I mean, Ozzy might might just make it make it to the playoffs just because of how shitty the division is he's going up against. <laughs> and that's not a knock on on all of the other teams he's playing against, but it's just. I mean, Ozzy's team is really stacked right now. Um, Which one do you want to go into, though? (laughs) What do you mean? Which team do you want to look at now? I mean, oh, we'll we'll go, we'll go here. We'll go to the upset of the year. All right, we're already calling it the upset of the year already. This was probably the the game of the week for me, I guess. The game of the yeah, and who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, you got the West Texas, the undefeated West Texas big dogs who have been running roughshod over everybody. Literally, right, rookie of the year, Ivan, and his auto-drafted team who picked up the stack team, the team that you didn't know who was going to be scoring the big points, but it didn't matter because they were going to be scoring the big points. Going up against the paper bag of shame wearing, you love them. Some people love him. Some people hate him. He doesn't care because he's just there. He's just there, literally. Ryan, 114 to 113. Ryan beats the West Texas Big Dogs. Los Ways. Yeah, this one was a game that we were like, even like after, what was it, Sunday night? Or or if we were like, oh, Ryan has a chance, isn't that? And then all of a sudden we're watching the game and then on – Someone messaged like, "Oh, I I can't uh I can't see Ryan com- coming back from that score." And then, lo and behold, his kicker makes it. We're like, "Wow, okay, he just what like 
nine minutes left in the game. And so when they kicked it off back to I, I uh, what was it? God, what was it? New huh? New Orleans. Yeah, and uh, he, they kicked it back to them, and they fumbled it. And so, oh, yeah, Tannehill eventually got the touchdown, the one I told you about. But that was a long drive because you know, it was crazy is that they were throwing the ball too when they could just run the clock down by running it. But no, they were freaking like throwing it like crazy, like if they were down uh, like two touchdowns. Oh, you're you're talking about a uh, Buffalo. You're talking about Buffalo and Tennessee. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Running, running the clock out and everything. Yeah, it was so funny because that was a Tuesday night. Tuesday night, which is yesterday. We waited until Tuesday night to see is the upset gonna be complete? Is it gonna be complete? Because Ryan was winning. Ryan was winning by six points. Literally, six points is all it took to beat to beat Ryan. He had one fourteen the whole entire time. I mean, hell. His team didn't even do anything, basically. He had Dalton Schultz with one reception for six yards. Nine Hines only got eight yards running with two receptions. Um, Dalvin Cook got hurt. I mean, he still got him 20, point, 20 points. Russell Wilson with 25 points, so not as good as you'd think with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week. Allen Robinson had 10 receptions for 90 yards and so 19 points. So, and T.Y. Hilton... I mean, hell, we're still saying T.Y. Hilton's name in 2020. 12.5 <laughs> points. Um, Pittsburgh's defense, I mean, they had like that little shootout against Philadelphia. Two interceptions, uh, eight points. But Ryan's kicker, Will Lutz, who is the player performance, the main, the big player brought to you by the edge. Um, mm-hmm. 15 points, Will Lutz. He kicked Ryan into victory, basically. He kicked him in the ass and hit him through the, through the field goal. And freaking literally everyone was saying, it's good. It's good. The comeback is – or the the upset is complete. Ozzy was freaking yelling in his house probably. I was um, scared, though, because – and that – they were coming back. Um, and who was it? They weren't even playing their, their, their quarterback because they were down by that much, right? Yeah, um, the the Bills, the Bills were near. Yeah, they're playing Matt so, Murphy. I, yeah, I, I didn't even know who it was. <laughs> so they were throwing the ball and they got close to like the thirty yard line. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I thought they were gonna go for a field goal, but they just let the clock run down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, I mean, one point, one field goal kick because uh, Ivan's kicker is Tyler Bass from the Buffalo Bills. So one field goal. He just had to make one field goal or one extra point. And and what's <laughs> funny is that Buffalo ended up scoring the touchdown in the fourth quarter. But instead of kicking the ball, instead of making that extra point, they went for two. There was the yeah, they went for the two point. <laughs> and, and they and yeah, so whenever they went for two, I was like, oh shit, that means that they're gonna start going for two now. And and because of that, he's the freaking Tyler Bass's day is over. I mean, but look, Ivan had everyone show up for him. I mean, Matt Ryan only got seven points, so Matt Ryan doing his best Daniel Jones impression. Um, Alvin Kamara, 20 points. I mean, no touchdowns against the Chargers in overtime as well. Mm -hmm. That's a hard day for him. Um, Josh Jacobs, 77 yards for two touchdowns against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Mike Evans. Five receptions, 41 yards, and a touchdown. And Adam Thielen, nine receptions for 80 yards and two touchdowns. 
Um, the thing about it, though, is that Ivan didn't play a defense. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, did he just forget? Or was he just like, ah, I'm going to beat this guy easily? So, I don't know. That's interesting. It's sad because he had Tampa Bay's defense score seven points on his bench. Yeah, he could have won it. He, he could have won it. He could have won it. I mean, I mean, I think everyone is just happy that Ryan got the upset. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, this is this is so funny. Ryan went from from going Owen Owen fourteen to freaking in the playoff run. Yeah, exactly. And now he's in the playoffs. He's in the playoff run. He's this one win has sprung him up. I mean, it's not his first one of the season, but this win freaking helped him in the playoff run in the long haul. He he um he ended up taking out our next player that we're gonna be talking about. Um is there anyone on the benches here that we can probably talk about for Ivan? I mean, Ivan's team is stacked, literally. I mean, James Conner, 15 points. David Montgomery, 18 points. Um, uh, Jared Goff, 25 points. Uh, Hollywood Brown, 20 points. Finally showing up after I traded him. And <laughs> that's right. Um, a funny thing is here, though, is that we ended off last episode. Ozzy was the only one, or he chose Ivan to win this. I mean, he chose Ryan to win this match. Yeah. And said, I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pick Ryan for the upset. And I, I laughed at him. We all laughed at him. Hell everyone I, yeah, I, I kinda did. Yeah, we were like, what the hell? You think Ryan out of all the damn people? It wasn't me that beat the West Texas big dog. It wasn't Marco that beat the big dogs. No one had beat him. No one he was undefeated. He was running, he was freaking victimizing, destroying everybody. And then David David uh, freaking goes on the beanstalk or Jack on the beanstalk, whatever, goes up the beanstalk and takes out the Goliath, takes out the big giant. This is like completely two different things he just said. <laughs> David versus Goliath, Jack in the beanstalk, whatever the hell. I mean, Ryan is that guy. Ryan yeah. is that generic creator wrestler, the freaking... You get a video game and it says, would you like to create your character? You put okay, and then you just put okay. You have no <laughs> special features. You, you know what's funny? Okay. Like, I talked to him in the morning, and I'm like, hey, man, c- congratulations on winning. He's like, oh, oh yeah, I heard about it. I'm like, you weren't even watching the game, right? He's like, no, I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a, a funny thing is that, um, who was it? I mean, Big Bank said, uh, take out AJ Green. Please just take out AJ Green. Play someone else because AJ Green's not going to be doing anything. Oh, Baltimore, good luck with that. And look, AJ Green got a big fat zero. Yeah, I think he got hurt in that game. That's why he just they took him out like real quick. Yeah, RIP, RIP to that. Yeah. Um, but segueing into our game of the week, what everyone wanted to know all over social media, you saw it everywhere. You you guys wanted it and you didn't really get it. Big Banks versus Big Johnny, round one. Yeah, it's Godzilla versus King Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong, Unstoppable Force versus Immovable Object. Uh, Big versus Big, and well, in this case now, I think it's uh, Big Banks versus uh, Little Johnny Boy. Oh, God. Um, 138 to 93. 
Um, big Banks, I mean, this was a statement. This was a statement game from Big Banks' team, I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he said he was going to do it. He cut his promos. He talked that shit. He backed it up. He won 20 bucks from it. I mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of, like, ESPN was projecting it as a big Johnny win, and I kind of believe it too. Like it looked like in the very beginning, it looked like it was going, it was gonna go his way. That that is until close to the middle part of, I guess, the halftime. That's when you saw that the score kind of just like tilting. I'm like, what is going on? And um, I don't know who it was, but that went off. Who was on that went off on his team? Like exactly, because it doesn't seem like it. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. Lamar, no, Lamar didn't even go that much either. Thirteen it points. Was what happened? Yeah, oh, what? CD and the defense. Yeah, CD Lamb coming up big for Big Banks. 20 points with eight receptions. Well, then it also helps when the other side you have, like, single digits. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Big Johnny had no one. I mean, Big Johnny texted me. He was messaging me, dude, what the hell is happening to the 49ers? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why the hell are the 49ers losing to the Dolphins? And the Dolphins are just as big as a surprise this year to yeah. everyone else. I mean, hell, the Dolphins are what? I think they've only lost two games or one game. I don't know. How I much mean, is it? I mean, Fitzmagic is coming through for them. I mean, we all know San Francisco's oh, hurt, but... They're two and three. Oh, well, never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> but for but, them, it's a big one right there. Yeah, I mean, the freaking defending NFC champions. Um, you know what it is? I think... Fitz is just having fun out there. Like he 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 knows that it's gonna be Tua's team no matter what. But he he's out there. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna have at it, throw the damn ball, run it as much as I can. Just have you know, just play football. You know, and playing loose like that can kind of really help out. You know, and it, it really shows with those points that he's putting up. Yeah, and uh, here's here's a funny quote. Here's a funny quote from Big Johnny that that he told me while we were at the gym at the Edge, one of our one of our sponsors. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, it was he, last he, week. He tells me, he tells me, um, man, I'm so pissed off, bro. I, I picked up stupid ass Deontay Johnson. He comes in for one play, <laughs> catches the ball, gets tackled, and then his back all of a sudden hurts, and he's oh, pulled from the game. Rip. And that's and and yeah, and I told him I was like, well, that's what happens when you pick up the shitty Steelers. <laughs> I mean, Deontay Jobs Johnson, one reception for negative two yards. And that's it. Point eight points. And that was in his flex. He had Chase Edmonds on his bench, 20 points. Emmanuel Sanders, 25 points. Mike Gusecki, 14 points. I mean, they could have helped him. I mean, they could have at least closed the gap. Um, Tom Brady, 14 points. Uh, Derrick Henry, two touchdowns for 57 yards, 20 points. So that's good. Uh, Tennessee was running all over Buffalo, as we've said. Um, but Derrick Henry didn't really have to do much. I mean, he, he threw Josh Norman, um, into hell basically, but, um, that was was so hilarious. I'm so happy that that happened. I mean, I saw a Reddit post, um, I saw a Reddit post that said, uh, Derrick Henry could have got Josh Norman's mother had sex with her on the 50 yard line and it would still not have been as disrespectful as what he did right now. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He he literally it looked like he grabbed him by like two fingers and just kind of like swiped at his neck or something. That's what it looked like. <laughs> Have you seen those videos of, of Derrick Henry where they put like 
uh, Trump's face on Derrick Henry, and then they put Josh Norman as like COVID nineteen. Oh, I gotta <laughs> see that. I gotta so see that. Uh, um, what's going on with Le- Le'Veon Bell though? Like, cause I could tell like seven points, and then he, I guess he got pissed and he just took off. I guess. I know. I mean, Le'Veon, and what? This was his first game back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. That's, that's hilarious. And it, it didn't even matter to. to to what do you call it, Ozzy? Like he played him, and it didn't even matter. Like, cause everybody else did the did, did the work. You know, you have um, his uh, wide receivers. You, you got Lamb, Hill, and Brown. Just you know, holding it down. But then, you know, you have it good when your defense scores twenty five points more than everyone else. You know, <laughs> that's crazy. Twenty five points. Yeah, Cincinnati. Like like I said earlier with my game, it really just kind of pushed him back where. They, they were only able to get one field goal, man. And I'm and I'm surprised that Mixon was still able to get 15 points out of that. Like, what the fuck? That guy's going to die one of these days, you know? I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that guy's going to die one of these days. I don't know, man. From carrying the team on his back. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, literally, literally, you have all these guys. The running backs didn't have to do anything for, for Big Banks. Lamar Jackson didn't have to do anything for Big Banks. The man, speaking of Cincinnati, look at Big Banks' bench. Look at poor ass Joe Barrow, the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Look at his ouch four points. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's not good. I don't think. Um, poor guy, poor guy. I feel so bad for these rookies that get picked up by shitty teams. And oh, yeah, but you know, it sucks because I think that's what happened with uh, god, what's his name? They won't for the Redskins back then. Uh, oh, yeah, RG. Yeah, yeah. Like he got picked up, and you could tell they were not able to fucking like protect him. So he just completely fell apart, you know. And that's what happened. In that. And that, I swear, that's what that's what's gonna happen to Joe one one of these days, you know. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that was our um. What was that? Week four, week five. I think that was week five. That was our week. Yeah, five yeah it's week five. <laughs> I mean, our week five game scoreboard. Um, it was a fun week, rivalry week, like I said. Um, but I mean, the games were a little lopsided. I mean, this isn't the first time me and Marco happens. This isn't the first time that Big Banks and Big Johnny happen. So, mm-hmm. and uh, and fortunately for us, um, for me and Marco, we play week nine, and Big Banks and Big Johnny, the saga will continue at the end of the year. Um, maybe, maybe Big Johnny will have some words to say to Big Banks. I'm pretty sure if Bang Banks is listening to this right now and he hears that little Johnny boy has things to say, he's gonna be like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I gotta listen now. I gotta listen. Now. I his ass. I'm better than him. And he knows it. I'm better. I'm better. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds just like him. Hey, um, so I think we have some time. Uh, why don't we go to our up- upcoming schedule for week six? And um, and then you can make your picks at the same time. Is that cool? Yeah. Um, All right. Cool. All right. Well, our week six scoreboard. Um, let's see. First game, you've got the sensations. Me going up against the gangster grunts. And um, I have Patrick Mahomes Monday Night Football going up against the Buffalo Bills defense that just got torn apart by Ryan Tannehill. So I'm, projecting, mm, yeah. I'm projecting big points, big numbers, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire as well. Um, AJ Brown has found his way onto the onto the field for me. He's on mm-hmm. he's in my starting lineup now. Going to be <laughs> Wonder <Saints>. why? 
and Stefan Diggs going up against Kansas City's defense. Um, this game has the potential to be a badass shootout. Uh, Buffalo and tennis and right tennis. that game does, but does your matchup with the grunts have a bit of potential for a shootout? Who knows? I okay, there was one year, there was a, a couple years ago, actually, not last year, but the, the year before that. Uh, I'll always remember this it was me versus the grunts. Um, I had Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback, he had Jared Goff. And that was the week that Kansas City played the Rams on Monday Night Football. Remember, remember that crazy-ass Monday Night Football? That was, like, the best football game I've ever seen. I got to remember that. And me me, and, and Rudy, both of our teams were back and forth. And this was when Rudy cared about freaking fantasy football. <laughs> his team, I think. So he was watching it. I was watching it. Um, man, they, they scored a lot of points, both Mahomes and Goff. And it was literally by a point. It was like a point. But at the very end of the game, Mahomes threw an interception. Oh. Costed him the game. But not only that, I ended up losing by a point to Rudy's team. And I always remember messaging him and telling him, like, dude, I'm so pissed. Oh, my God. I'm so mad that I lost. And, but that was, like, probably one of the funnest fantasy games I've ever had in my life where I was, like, invested in, like, oh, shit. Like, I might lose. I might win. Holy crap! It all depends on Mahomes. I've liked this guy since freaking college and everything. Like this is like this is my guy. I mean, he he lost and and I, I lost. I ended up being really sad, but but it was really fun. That was probably one of my favorite games. So like I have like some sentimental value when it comes to battling the grunts. Um, but it's like it's like freaking. This is like this is twenty twenty and. That game feels like freaking 2007 when the Cowboys were playing the Redskins or the Eagles or the Giants. And mm-hmm. back when it was the NFC beast and not the oh, NFC yeah. beast. Back when they were good and they were, it was always shootouts. Like it was a Monday night football shootout between the Eagles and the Cowboys in 2008 or 7 or whatever. Where like it felt anyone from that division will win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now, and now like you just think like, oh, I, I guess the Cowboys are going to win because freaking the other teams suck. This is, this is what it feels like because now me against Rudy, like, will Rudy care? I mean, he has Los Angeles Chargers defense. They're in a bye. Will that change by the end of the week? Oh. Um, so, seems like you're already calling it already. I think I'm going to win this game. Um, yeah. I have both Buffalo's defense and Kansas City's defense, though. So I need to find a defense. I Isn't that defense. weird? Hmm. I need to find another defense. I have DK Metcalf on a bye, so I won't be able to see his big numbers, but that's why I have A.J. Brown. Um, Jerry Judy's reaching, going into my flex position. Um, the most good-looking man on my team, Jerry Judy, looks pretty tasty. <laughs> like <up>. a <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, we can cut that out, right? Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> um, um. All right. Well, well, you're calling that one then. Yeah. That's, uh, a, that's your lock of the week. Yeah, that's that's my that's my number one game. Um, <laughs> then we've got um the Golden Smurf, Big Johnny, going up mm. against Jacob's team. And like we said, funny enough, season, they're both two and three. Hmm. Yeah. That big question, who's going to be Jacob's quarterback next week? Because unlike Rudy, I know Jacob will fix his lineup. Um, he's still got Stack in there. He's got Devontae Adams and Julio Jones coming back for him. Um, so I, I'm, I'm 
very optimistic. I'm very, um, I'm interested to see how Jacob's team is going to look like by the end of this week. I don't know, man. Those two guys are coming off injuries, and Julio just not just kind of looks like a shell of himself. So, but even at but that, Johnny has the two running backs though who are, who are already healthy and ready to go. That's a thing. Yeah, Big Johnny's got his his two headed monster, Derek Henry and Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he's got Chase Edmonds now. I mean, will Big Johnny trust the San Francisco defense though now after trouncing <laughs> that the Dolphins? I don't quit? think so. They won't I be in the lineup. Trust me. <laughs> I wonder. Um, a lot of his pressure on buys this week, though. I mean, Breeze, Lockett, Murray, Sanders. Um, yeah, this is this is an interesting game. This is a very interesting game to see. Um, I guess I will have to go with. Um, uh, I guess I'll go with Big Johnny on this one. Yep, Big Johnny's wow. project, pro- projected at at this moment at one thirty one, and Jacob is projected eighty nine. But that's what Dak being injured. I mean, but even with another quarterback, he's not going to do. That's a long shot. Yeah, exactly. Um, Our next game, we've got um, the Houston Taco Texans going up against the Del Rio Butchers. And um, I'm kind of confused. I have no idea what the hell I'm looking at right here. Why? What happened? I think Kiko, I think Kiko, like, took out his whole team and, like, put them on the bench. I think he's trying to, like. Psych them out? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's, he's projected at 80, 85.7, so I'm like, that doesn't look correct. Yeah, I, but all his team is on the bench right now. Hmm, I'm not sure what he's going for with this. I don't know, he's it's probably playing some mind games right now. It's mind games, yeah. With Against Marco, you got to put those mind games on. And, yeah, and yeah. Every, I mean, everyone that's listening to this right now is going to the lineup right now and be like, what the hell what's this? Game? And Geek was just going <laughs> to be there in the bag going like, tee-hee-hee-hee-hee. The Madman. Madman, yeah. Um. So I don't even know who the heck Kiko's going to be playing. I mean, he has Rodgers on the bench. Um, will he play they play? Uh, they're playing against the Buccaneers. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's a good shooter, I think. Yeah. You probably should play him. <laughs> even though he's projected under Watson, I think you should play him. Because who does Watson play? Titans. Mm, I don't know. The way the Titans handle the ball on the run, they eat, they eat up the clock a lot, dude. Geeko does have DeAndre Hopkins going up against the Dallas Cowboys but defense. Will he have him by the end of this week? Oh, you're right. You're right. Because there may be a trade. Yep. Did he trade Hopkins already? No, he still has him. He still has Oh, and Geeko's getting Keenan Allen. Oh, that also oh, that's why he has him on the bench. Is that why? Yeah. Or he has Keenan Allen and the Indianapolis defense. Interesting. Oh, but Keenan Allen's on a bye. <clears throat> Never mind. Oh, and he's hurt, isn't he? Oh, you're right. He is. Remember, hurt. you were like, "Oh, that 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 trade isn't looking too good anymore," or something like that. Or I don't you're know, right. So. You're right. You're right. I completely forgot about that. Um, Marco's gone. Josh Allen going up against Kansas City, like we said with Mahomes putting up big numbers. Josh Allen may put up the big numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, Amari Cooper. Hopefully, he will bounce back. But if not, Marco has Michael Gallup on his bench. So, I, but. Like I said, Michael Gallup came up big. It looked like Andy Dalton and him have a little connection going on. I mean, I think, I think freaking um, Andy Dalton's throwing the ball to Gallup, and instead of seeing Gallup on the back, he just sees green and the number eighteen on the back. So maybe that's why he's picked up a big, uh, a big connection with that. So who knows who Marco's going to have as his starting receivers? Um, Mostert's found his way to the starting running back position. Kelsey is going to be putting up big numbers. Mm, of um, course. 
I saw Kiko today and I scored Kiko that I would shout him out. I completely forgot about it, but uh, Kiko, give him a shout out now. This is your shout out, Kiko. Uh, brought to you by HEB. Uh, here everything's <laughs> better. Uh, we bleed red. Sometimes I wear my black t shirt. You know when I'm wearing that black t shirt, you know I'm a boss. Oh, um, um, you'll never see me wearing that blue because the blue is for Walmart and. Last I checked, the only thing Walmart is good for is for buying Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And right now, it looks like they're all out of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Really? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think huh. all of us are buying <laughs> We know what I yeah. like about HEB is the Mootopia because I'm like toast and tolerant. So. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Mootopia. Um, but yeah, Kiko, I'm sorry. I'm shouting you out, but I think you're going to lose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So he's gonna go uh, three and two. I mean three and three now. You're saying? Yeah. I mean Marco has to. Marco has to play. He has to play for that playoff spot now. He needs to get first place. He has that. If yeah. Ivan loses next week, um, Marco Marco will be first place if he wins. I mean, I think he has a chance. In case if Josh Allen needs to shake up all that rust that he had from that last game because he did he did not look accurate throwing the ball, dude. To be honest, like the way he was handling himself he was like just com- completely just like out of touch well i hope i hope that josh allen freaking fixes his shit and i hope he passes it to stefan Diggs all the time <laughs> well it worked Diggs in the other game even though he was playing pretty bad he's it's the yeah. work for Diggs. it didn't work ten, for single carry ten reception <laughs> that's what i'm saying um but yeah mark was my pick for this for this game I mean, that, this one's another. This is a good week, I think. This is another good game. See, and this is why I thought that should have been the game of the week. But you know, hey, whatever. It's all good. We'll, we'll just move uh, on from that. We'll move on to the Bullet Club, Big Banks, who just coming off of his high horse of this big statement win over Big Giant. The mm. the monkey is taken off his back now, and now he's going up against the West Texas Big Dogs. Okay, on this one, I can tell you right now, this is probably the preview of the championship. You think so? I think so. It feels like it. Like they just have that big of a, you know, like they're just stacked. Pretty it's much. a championship. It's a championship feel. This is or, this is or like a big, a deep playoff feel. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean the two guys with buys on their sides right now. These two guys yep. have buys. Um. Um. Bullet Club is going up with uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Devontae Freeman going up against the Redskins. Melvin Gordon. Um, I thought I saw something about Melvin Gordon earlier today. Let me see. Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon got hurt. Um, oh, you know what? Melvin Gordon got a DUI. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I thought they were just making fun of, like, out of nowhere. But I was like, well, I guess it was real. Holy crap. Yeah. So, who knows if Melvin Gordon will be able to play? I'm pretty sure he can. Um, oh, well, but he, lives, that... he lives in Denver. So, I mean, like, if you smoke in Denver, I mean, you get, <laughs> you get in trouble? I mean, I don't... <laughs> no, but it, it has to be uh, recreational and, and inside your home, I believe. Oh. <laughs> He's probably smoking that thing while he was driving. You never know. Oh my god. Um Tyreek Hill going up against Buffalo. Um that's like like I said, all the Kansas City, all the Buffalo players, um they you should can be expecting I, big numbers. Can I just say something uh, like uh, observe um when I look at Tyreek's picture, it looks like he's like a like a cartoon burn victim. Oh what? Cartoon burnt victim. Like his hair <laughs> looks like all singed, like he just like exploded. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. That's just the, how I always saw it. It was like, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll get away from that. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 go. Calvin Ridley going up against the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> and a big surprise. But Gronkowski has found his way back into the Bullet Club starting lineup. Amazing, huh? Amazing, Absolutely. just like one game that happens and. You know, it, it was funny. I was talking to Big Banks uh, the last game he was playing. Um, <laughs> they were playing. And then I was talking to him. And I was like, oh, Gronk just caught the ball. And now he's leaping back. And he's like, good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what the hell? I, oh, well, Darren Waller's on the bye. So I guess he has no choice but to play oh, him. I am the uh, Waller's now. Baltimore's defense going up against Philadelphia. So I think. Yeah, Baltimore's defense. I mean, I don't know if they'll do 25 points again, but they're going to do big numbers against Philadelphia. Um, C.D. Lamb going up against Arizona. Uh, I don't know about that, dude, because I know Gallup and Cooper will probably have a tough time. Maybe C.D. will have a better chance in the slot, but who knows, because that defense is pretty good at not allowing the pass. The rush in the United is different, so they might run it more. You're right. You're right. Um, look at the projections, though. Big Banks is projected 118 points, whereas the West Texas Big Dogs are projected 119 points. Well, what, let's face it. Um, they they are going to change it. I'm pretty sure they're going to pick up somebody else or drop someone. So you never know it'll change, right? Yeah. I mean, um, the Big Dogs has Matt Ryan going up against uh, Minnesota, James Conner. Going up against Cleveland. I mean, I like it that, that Ivan actually changed up his team because um, cause he has Kamara and, and both of his starting running backs are on buys this week. Josh wow. Jacobs and Alvin Kamara. So Big Banks may have lucked out on that. That is big. Yeah. That is big. Holy shit. So okay. James Conner and David Montgomery are going to be starting this week for the Big Dogs. Mike That's Evans, it. Adam Thielen, and Odell Beckham. Cool. Um. It look, this looks like a good game. Like like you said on paper. I mean, um, I should I should have just auto drafted at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This should have been game of the week. This, I mean, now that I think about it, like this, this probably should be the game of the week. I think Big Banks has already called it. I'm beating the West Texas Big Dogs. I'm better than them, and they know it. I can already call, say that. Call it the cold. Main uh, game game of the week. I don't care. It's fine. The co main <laughs> the co main event. Um, yeah, but but everyone, I think everyone agreed. Everyone agreed except for you. Everyone agreed that the game of the week this week is Los Ways Ryan versus Elias. <laughs> everyone loves everyone loves the Ryan versus Elias dynamic, and there, there's I, no dynamic in it. It's been kind of a snooze fest, really. That's, <laughs> that's kind of why I didn't want. It. I, why I didn't want it because a, it's kind of just like boring. There's no playoff, uh, you know. Within us, until Ryan did win, of course, and it kind of got him to sixth place. But you know that changes quick. But with the, with all the other games that are happening, even the Butchers game, like those seem like they were more, you know, position. Uh, you know, can change up quick just by one one win and loss. So I figured those would have had chance. But you know, if people like a good meme, and I guess at this point, Ryan and I are. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everyone listens. Like, if my dad were to listen to this, I thought, um, I thought, um, hey, Tata, you gotta listen to this, uh, this podcast. He'd be like, but, um, but, 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 Miko, I, I, it's, it's way too long. I can't listen. <laughs> and then I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, but you gotta listen to our game of the week. It's Ryan versus Elias. He'd be like, 
Oh, <laughs> and he'd go to it. <laughs> he'd want to listen to. It. I know Ed. Ed listens to us while he's driving around. I think so. When he hears that the game of the week is Ryan versus Elias, he's gonna be so happy and excited. <laughs> so that well, that's why that's why I picked this as the game of the week. Um, uh, if this is gonna be game of the week, though, I mean, I know you said uh, you'll you'll sit all your players to give Ryan the win, but <laughs> hell, it, looks, it looks like Ryan's doing the same thing. Russell Wilson is on a bye. Dalvin Cook is hurt. Will Lutz is on a bye. Um, so Ryan's going to have to – he's going to have to, like, move around some stuff. I'm going to have to message I would, him right now. I would hate to beat him because that's the thing. I lost on my birthday. I don't want to b- kill him on his birthday. <laughs> his birthday is coming up on, what, Monday? Oh, so, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll I, don't know. See. I had a really tough time on mine. I got thrashed by Johnny and his, like, new lineup, so – yeah, it wasn't a good feeling. You know, it's weird. You've got you've got Singletary, Mike Davis, and Aaron Jones. Yeah, so you got Joe Mixon on the bench. What's what's the what's okay? The so Mixon's playing Indianapolis, right? Oh, and the number one defense. Yeah, but he's. What's weird is that they're putting him for like pro- projected at a high rate. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I, I know, I know, he just played Baltimore, but come on, the guys can can only have so much, you know. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, weight he has to carry. Like literally, he's c- gonna be carrying the whole freaking team, his team and the other team on top of him. Um, and I don't know, man. They're projecting him at what? Let me see. 16, 16 17, 16? Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I don't know. Like if, if against against the Colts, that's that's interesting. But I I figured the 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 Kansas City and Buffalo game would probably be more of a shootout. But I'm I'm not sure how. Kansas City's uh, rush defenses. So I, I was just kind of looking to that. You've got Arizona going up against Dallas, too. Arizona's defense. Yeah, I don't know about that one. You're not sure yet? I mean, no, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's up with Dallas. Like, sometimes you, you, you expect the worst and you get the best. You, you expect <laughs> the best, you get the worst. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like my love life, you know? It, it just it never works out when I think it's going to work out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... I don't know. Well, That's something I have to look at for sure. Well, Ryan completed the upset last week. He beat the big dogs. Um, if he beat you, it wouldn't be that much of an upset. But uh, with his team being hurt and his team being on buys, like his man guys being on buys, I think the smart thing <laughs> to do would be to pick you. Um, so I believe in you for a second week in a row. So you better freaking come. Oh through. man! See, every time somebody believes in me, I do worse. Like that's the thing. Um, even that's why I don't believe in myself. Um, but <laughs> I I expect the worst, and I'm very cynical on that. Um, I don't know, but I guess if I do try in this game, I can beat Ryan. And if I do, that can really po- probably you know, put me at, you know, a little bit closer to getting into the last spots of the playoffs, I think, because I I will have a win over Ryan in a division, and I already have a win over Ozzy in a division. I could have had another win. It's crazy. I could have had two wins. One, I gave it away, and then the other one, it was a fluke for some reason. I forgot what it was, but yeah, it's crazy how that happens. That is crazy, actually. Wait, I'm like, I'm kind of confused. Oh, no, never mind. What the hell? Um, oh, okay, never mind. I found it. I was trying to change up the schedules to see, like, who, like, when did you beat Ozzy and all that stuff, but 
Aussie was week what? two. Yeah, week no, was it? Or week one? No. It was I week four, wasn't it? Yeah, it was week four. I beat him one fifty two to one oh three. That's when Joe Mixon got forty two points. Oh yeah. Four big banks, Kevin Ridley, zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, on that, I mean, I guess, I guess that's our week. That's our week next week for for the LFL. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was oh, I only got one one freaking game right last week. Um, but yeah, this week I got me beating the gangster grunts. I got um, fuck, I didn't even pick for Ozzy versus Ivan. Uh, I thought you did. Did I? Who'd I say? Mm, I I can't go back on the tape, man. I just pick, I guess. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess Ozzy. Fuck you, Ozzy. I I'll go with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they punch you in the hopefully, face. Hopefully, it's it's like whoever I pick loses. So yeah, oh, I'll I pick Ozzy. Not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you versus Ryan. You Marco versus Tico. Marco Jacob versus Jonathan. Jacob. No, wait. No, Jonathan. I, I said Jonathan. Yeah, he's a Johnny. Okay. Um, those are my picks for this week. So, yeah. Have fun. Have fun. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's all we got for this, for that week, for week six. Um, yeah, it should be a little more interesting, hopefully. Um, you know, there won't, there, there won't be so many big blowouts. Um, you know, it's always fun when it's closer. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It really is. Um, did you have any closing remarks or do you want to just end it now? No, I, I think I got some closing remarks. All right. Have, have the floor. All right. So um, my closing remarks brought to you by the number one wrestling TV show and, and sports entertainment today. I'm talking about AEW. Um, Wednesday nights, always tune in to AEW Dynamite. You see your, your great wrestlers such as John Moxley, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, um, special guest appearances from your 80s legends such as Jake the Snake Roberts, um, yeah. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and hell, you get to see Tony Schiavone on commentary. So that's what brings you along these closing remarks. I oh, that I thought right that now. was it already. <laughs> I no, was like, I say, okay. <laughs> no, I'm I saying that right now because I'm watching AEW as we speak. Oh, okay. Right now, so. <laughs> I thought um, that was all it. All right, well, good, good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my closing remarks. Um, we have to talk about Dak Prescott getting hurt. Um, it was very sad to see that. And um, the Hernandez family household is not the biggest fans of Dak Prescott. I think you know that from experience and from personal friendships, Elias. But oh, yeah. you got to admit that injuries are hurt the game. I mean, Dak Prescott is, is getting hurt really, really punched me in the gut because, I mean, you just hate to see players go down. You hate to see players that are passionate about the game. I mean, like I said, we, we aren't the biggest fans, but you know all these people love him, love him like he's the, the second coming. And just to think, like, him getting hurt hurts all those people. It hurts the game. He, like, Patrick Mahomes tweeted it. Um, Stefan Diggs tweeted about it. Prayers up, prayers up. Gordon, it's like Gordon Hayward. When Gordon Hayward got hurt, I mean, I'm not that big of mm. a basketball fan, but I heard about it. You get me? I thought you were a Celtics fan. Well, I am a Celtics fan, but I mean, like, like, well, okay, whatever. I, I heard about <laughs> it. What did whether I was a Celtics fan or not? Um, but um, 
Yeah, like everyone hears. I told Nick, my little brother that doesn't do anything. I asked him, hey, did you hear about that question? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. It was really sad. I was like, yeah, it was because it hurts the game. And he's crying when he's getting taken away. And you know what makes it even sadder? He's not crying because he's hurt. He's crying because he can't play the game that he loves. He can't play with the friends that he has. Yeah. Um, that's that's what makes it pretty sad. That's what that's what sucks about it. Um, yeah, the guy just came off of losing his brother and having like, yeah, horrible depression. Illness. He's yeah. a, a big elf, a big advocate for mental for mental health and all that stuff. And I mean, like everyone wants him to to be good physically. Everyone wants him to heal physically, but I mean, you gotta like, you gotta like, pray that he feels good men- mentally because, like, with stuff like that, like, you never know what it does to someone in inside. Not not on the outside, not the bones, not the not the freaking bones, the skin, the freaking the brain, the organs, not stuff, but what it does to your soul, to to your essence, to everything that you are, like. So I'm wishing the best for Dak. I'm wishing the best for him in his recovery. I know um, Tristan Hale got hurt as well. And um, Tristan Hale hurt, hurt Chris Carson with that stupid gator roll. Oh, so, yeah. So I think uh, I think not a lot of people care about Tristan Hale right now, and uh, me included. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, injuries hurt. Injuries, injuries really mess up the game. And it's stupid because, I mean, McCaffrey's hurt. Saquon Barkley's hurt. Dak's hurt. Um, hell, like, literally, it feels like literally every week that everyone is getting, someone is getting hurt. And ACLs, I mean, we have to hurry up and cr- they have to create like a freaking mechanical ACL or something that has to get implanted into every athlete because ACLs aren't good for shit, basically. And they everyone just breaks them or tears them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like every week, every week it just someone else is hurt, someone else gets beat up. Um, you you just gotta hope the best for them. I mean, that's what happens with COVID and all that stuff, and people people getting um, not getting the training that they should be getting. They don't they didn't get a preseason, so there wasn't those those hits that they could take at practice. And I think everyone has to be careful. Um, it's real, like it's it's dumb, but I mean, it's what they do. It's what they do for us. It's what they do for the fans. I mean, it's a big risk. I mean, and Dak, Dak has that. This was his contract year. This was his showing out year. Um, he had to pray. It was his prove himself year because he had to prove himself that he was worth the money that he wanted. And for a while, I mean, this year he was showing it with all the points, all the all the yards he was gaining. I mean, yeah, you can say it's garbage time and it's the Cowboys are playing from behind. That's the only reason that he makes those points. Um, but yeah, I mean, you don't have to if if you don't care if you're if you think like, oh, I'm already losing. A, a wise man once said, "You play to win the game." I don't think it was a wise man. I think it was freaking freaking some freaking Jets coach back then said you play to win the game and he's right he's right on that and Dak is one of those players that that fully embodies that he played to win he played to compete and the game of football is gonna miss him this year um I'm gonna miss him I'm gonna miss 
uh, bashing on him. I'm going to miss freaking saying, wow, that was a pretty good throw, actually. Or I'm going to miss my uncle saying, what the heck? He can make a throw like that? I'm going to miss my dad comparing him to Tony Romo or how Tony <laughs> Romo would have done this and that. All right, tell me, was was your dad already saying, come on, Romo, go over there and show him? Like, he was, well, he was I, wasn't, I wasn't with them. I wasn't oh, you were showing him. But they called, me. they called me to let me know that he was hurt. And I was like, wow, I didn't think he cared. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, hell, like even my dad and them all were, were sad. I mean, I won't speak for them, but I'm pretty sure my dad was pretty sad about it. I'd, I'd be surprised about that, actually. Um, but this is America's team is now Andy Dalton's team. And I know Andy Dalton was a big Cowboys fan growing up, as we all are. Um, he, he played at TCU. For the Horned Frogs, he did real well in TCU. Shout out to Edward. Yeah, to Edward, to my uncle Ed. Um, it was a dream of his to play here for the Cowboys, and what his dream is fulfilled. He doesn't have to worry about the shitty, or he doesn't have to worry about Marvin Lewis or whatever the hell that freaking coach for the Bengals was. Um, now he's got Mike McCarthy, one of the greatest, well, not one of the greatest, but one of the great quarterback coaches of all time, I guess you can say. Um, he's got Kellen Moore, who will be calling his plays for him now. He's got the four-headed receiver monster to throw to. He can throw to anybody and then make plays, and he can give the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> I thought you said four-headed, like if they have big, like, big foreheads. No. <laughs> well, well, probably probably C.D. Lamb. <laughs> um, yeah. But... um. Yeah, I mean that's that's it's Andy Dalton's team. I'm I'm excited to see how he does. Um, hopefully he does as good as Dak. I mean Dak was freaking the the passing yards leader by like two thousand. He had two thousand passing yards in five games. Oh yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, hell, Mahomes isn't at that yet. Mahomes is like at twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Josh Allen's not at that. Um, literally, even after this week, no one's caught up to him. So he only played a half of football. And no one's caught up to him. I mean, they will eventually, but no, it's yeah. supposed to show how many yards, I mean, how good he was playing. Um, and um, you know what I really liked about when he got hurt? What I really liked was that whenever everyone was there around him, I think Jason Garrett was there for him. Mm-hmm. I thought that was real. I thought that was real nice. I thought that was real cool that, that Jason Garrett. I mean, a lot of people don't like Jason Garrett. Um, the clapper. Yeah. No one likes him. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to coaching, yeah, I can understand why you wouldn't like him. But when it comes to a person, I don't see how you don't like him. Because I like Jason Garrett. I like the, I remember when, um, what was that dude's name? The receiver. The receiver. He was a receiver for the Cowboys like two years ago. Um, he played for the Jaguars, I think. And I think he plays for the Dolphins now. And I don't remember his name. Uh, Alan Hearns. Alan Hearns. Yeah, there you go. Alan Hearns. When Alan Hearns got hurt, remember when he got hurt against the Seahawks in the playoffs and, mm. and he like broke his foot or something? Yeah, I was there with you. Yeah, you were. That's right. You were there. It was when we were all yeah. watched it. And Jason Garrett was there like holding his hand as they were putting out like, I was like, that's pretty cool that Jason Garrett, like, like he's like that type of coach. Like, He's a player's coach is what he is. Yeah, a player's coach. Yeah. Not a football coach, but a player's coach. Um, yeah. And that, that was good. I mean, I, I was happy to see that. That was real nice. That was real nice to see. Um, but I guess, I mean, I guess we got to deal. I mean, he's gone now. He's not with the Cowboys anymore. We got to, from one ginger to the other, 
we go to any dolphin. <laughs> I so, guess, yeah, it's so one way to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, other closing thought. Is McCaffrey going to come back for the Carolina Panthers? I hope not. I hope so. <laughs> because, cause, man, that, that would be really cool to see. I mean, will he come back the same, though, is what we want to know. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't want it to be like an AJ Brown situation where I where I um bench AJ Brown. I kept him on the bench for one game to see. All right, let's see how he does. I don't want to say I'm going to do the same thing for McCaffrey, but I might, depending on the game he's playing in when he comes back. But I'm leaning towards that I will play him. But with that, with my luck, I'm going to play him, and he's going to re-injure himself or he's gonna he's not gonna be the same and it's gonna be shitty and I'm gonna be sad. Um and you're gonna be laughing because you have Mike Davis or whatever <laughs> the heck. Um the workhorse and, man. Yeah like that's why I mean I mean journeyman uh, even Terry Terry Bridge Teddy Bridgewater is doing pretty good. Yeah I mean I think Ozzy called that last week Teddy two gloves or whatever. Oh yeah he was saying that yeah you're right um, Man, but that was pretty. That I mean, but that remains to be seen whether it's this week or next week. Um, I don't know when does Carolina have their bye? Two games from now, I think. I think two or two or three. Uh, no, they don't have their bye until week thirteen. Oh fuck! Okay, wait, wait, is that right? Yeah, it's McCaffrey. Yeah, week thirteen. Yeah, so we got a lot of time to see when he will when he will make his return. I'll be excited to see it. Another thing, who the hell saw the freaking Raiders being the Chiefs? I'm pissed. I'm <laughs> I think so no, no, no. What's more uh, surprising to me is how the the Dolphins handled the, the Niners. I think that was more surprising to me because I don't think they were 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 even expecting that themselves. Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, what the hell? Like, why are the hell are the 49ers losing to the Dolphins? Yeah. Why the hell are the Chiefs? I mean. I like the Raiders. I like the Raiders a lot. Like, well, the Raiders are probably like in my top five NFL teams. Hell, if I had to pick top five NFL teams right now, I'd probably pick Cowboys, Chiefs. Um, yeah, Raiders. I'd pick Raiders up there. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, I guess the Bills, too. I like the Bills. Uh, man. My fifth favorite team, I guess, um, the Titans. I'll pick the Titans, too. I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Who who would you pick? Or you're just diehard Cowboys? Well, I mean, uh, of course, I like the Cowboys. When I was a kid, I I liked the Packers. But then I have family who, who lives in Wisconsin. And they would always talk shit to us when... You know, of course, the Packers have better have have had better years of recent compared to us. So it always I would always hear it from them. And after a while, I just say, you know what? Screw you guys. I want you to lose. I want Aaron Rodgers to break his leg for once. You know, so you know. <laughs> yeah. And after that, I just hated them now. But, okay. Uh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Who was my fifth pick? The Titans. Okay, I'm not gonna pick the Titans. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. Because hmm. why? Because they choke in the. Super Bowl? No, because because they were black and red. They're two of my favorite colors. Oh, all right. I remember back then when they were the Dirty Birds when I was a kid. The dirty Birds, yeah. They do the little dance and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good times. 
Uh, I didn't even pick, right? I, I I said Cowboys, and then um, jeez, right now I do like the Chiefs. They're they're fun to watch for sure. Back then, though, I I used to watch um the the what what do you call it? the greatest show on turf? Oh, the Rams. Yeah, I used to watch yeah. them a lot. That thought they were pretty fun to watch. Yeah, that was pretty badass. Yeah, I was, I was a little baby when that when they were that. <laughs> it shows it shows my age. I know, man. <laughs> I, was like four, I was like four years old when they were the greatest show on turf. Yeah, Isaac Bruce, <laughs> Isaac Bruce, and then, <laughs> Kurt, uh, Warner. Kurt Warner, and the running back. Who was the running back? Uh, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. <laughs> okay, we're back. Chinga. Um. Okay, well, uh, technical difficulties brought to you by girlfriends. Do not get them because um, they will call you when you're recording a podcast and you will get kicked from the podcast. Um, anything to add from that, Elias? Um, no, I don't have to worry about that. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I was literally about to hand it off. Those were my closing thoughts. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I got to hear the rest of your, your picks. But um, I'll make well, sure to I'll, think about it more. So I'll, yeah. I'll I'll leave it out to the next one. How about that? Yeah, those those are my closing thoughts. Um, um I hope everyone enjoyed them. What I said, what I had to say, uh, what really grinded my gears, what I had to get off my chest. Um, maybe I'll keep it. Maybe I'll um, I'll tell some HEB stories next time or something. Who knows? Maybe I'll tell the crazy stories of the crazy people that walk around downtown here in my my little city. But uh, the, we'll, we'll save it for next time. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Okay. Um, well, thanks a lot, everyone, for, for listening. Those of you who've made it this far, I congratulate you on wasting your time. Um, we've had a lot of fun, as always. And uh, if any of you are, you know, want to sponsor the show, please let us know. Drop us a line. Tell Lulani. And uh, we'll make sure to, to uh, you know, feature you on the show and, and our little, uh, what do you call it, awards or in the very um, intro part. Um, but for all of us, thank you so much. And uh, please be careful. And we'll see you uh, next week for, what, week six? Oh, I forget. Is it week six we're going into? Yeah, week six. Okay. Good, we, yeah, good games, good matchups. Yep. So hopefully everyone does well except Brian. So, all right. <laughs> see you guys later. All right. All right wear a mask. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>